Hello and welcome to JD's Big Fat Running Journey. Welcome to episode 13 of JD's Big Fat Running Journey. I am your host, JD. We're going to take a walk today. Oh, before I start my watch. So, why are we doing a walk? If this is a running journey. Well, I did my run this morning. I did a magic mile. And that's what I'm going to chat to you about. For obvious reasons. It's rather tricky. To discuss a magic mile. Whilst performing a magic mile. What is a magic mile, you say? Well, I'm happy you asked. Magic Mile is a workout to basically gauge your fitness and see how you need to adapt your training plan, or in this case, how my coach, Coach Chris, needs to adapt my training plan. And he's got some work ahead of him because I was definitely faster than last time, which I, I kind of knew. If you've uh, been listening all along, you know the first magic mile I did, uh, probably around this time of day, early afternoon, after spending the morning doing about four hours worth of farm chores. So I was already a tad tired when I showed up. Not so today. Today was the first thing I did. And I did particularly well. So, if you use the Galloway training method, I have, uh, I think, an interesting insight on what to do for the magic mile because the way at least it's presented in customized training and yes, walking up the big hill, up, 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 hence the little bit of huffing and puffing because it's kind of a steep hill. So, anywho, So, the way the Magic Mile is uh, run, pardon the pun, 
is you set your own run walk strategy or you can have no run walk strategy for the uh, for the mile itself but then you're supposed to do your long run strategy for the warm-up and the cool down now total this is a five mile workout but it's a mile of warm-up three miles of cool down and of course the magic mile is the meat in the sandwich so as we almost crest the top of the hill oh, much better we shall proceed all right so today got out uh, and got to the track uh, just before eight o'clock in the morning not particularly warm today we were extremely warm yesterday we hit 96 here yesterday we tied a record that goes back to the 1800s um, it's not uncommon for us to be in the 90s in early june but yeah 96 is uh it's record tying so anywho i'm glad i didn't have to do this yesterday today i think we're going to make it to like 81 82 um so much cooler today so much better day to do this but it was probably i'd say it was probably 68 to 72 when i did this so not uh, particularly cool but nice for this time of year so we'll be going by one of the neighbor's houses and the kid's got his little mini dirt bike out so we may just do a little bit of side chat while we uh we make our way past the house and the uh kid on the uh tiny combustion engine here Thankfully here, people's yards are large enough that uh, you can basically do laps in your yard on the, uh, the little mini dirt bike. For being out in the country, this is, this is not the road you'd want to be riding your bike on. I grew up in a development, so but, uh, the fastest probably anybody was going by us as we rode our bikes up and down the roads it's probably 35 which you still don't want to get hit with somebody going 35 miles an hour if you're on a bike but um, people tend to uh, tend to fly down this road even though the speed limit's 30 I've easily easily seen people doing twice that on this road so yeah a little more dangerous so for as quiet as it is, you do not see the kids riding their bikes in the street like I was used to in the 70s in my housing development. But we're far enough away from the tiny combustion engine that I think we can, uh, we can get off this side trip here and get back to the topic. So, 
All right, so for those of you who are Galloway runners, of course, the, uh, the question on hand is what to do for that magic mile. So, do you run it straight through, which I've done in the past? Do you take a break halfway through? Do you take a break after every quarter mile? Uh, do you do a run-walk strategy and just whenever your walk break comes up, you do your walk break? You know, There's no wrong answer to this. But what I have been doing in the past, I think may have been the wrong answer for me. What does that mean? Well, I always found that I would get out and, and do a fairly good magic mile. And of course, all my training would get readjusted. And I could do the training. And of course, you know, you can make some, some, uh, some suppositions, some guesses, educated though they may be, uh, as to how fast you can run certain races um, based on your last magic mile. For example, the last one I did, it was an 8.30, so based on that, uh, Jeff's plan says that you should be able to do um, between a 2.12 and a 2.15 half marathon, which I did a 2.15 half marathon. So, spot on. Um, I always find, you know, I end up doing like a really super fast magic mile. And then, of course, it says you should be able to do this for the half or the full marathon. And I can never do that. Even though I've done the training on the day, for whatever reason, I can't do the pace or the total time um, for the race. I've always wondered, why is that? So today, I decided, all right, well, you know, all my training is going to be with a ratio. My tempo runs are going to be at a ratio, and that's probably the fastest uh, workout we do. It's not called a tempo run, but it's a tempo run. Um, it's called a race rehearsal, um, and that for me is at a 90-30 ratio. 90 seconds run, 30 seconds walk. I said, well, if that's what I'm going to have to do on race day, 90-30, well, why don't I just do my magic mile with the same thing? Try to do it as fast as I can, but that should be a much more realistic goal to what I can do on race day. Because it's been my contention that there's no way for such a short distance as it is and I get it distance is relative right to some people a mile is a short distance to some people it is an incredibly long distance and I get it wherever you are on the spectrum is okay just keep at it but I've always stated, I've said it on, on this podcast, previous podcasts, I don't even know, 
probably a hundred times if I've said it once that uh, I think there's probably uh, a threshold as to where run walk stops being beneficial all right I'll give you a, a simple example I can definitely run a hundred yards faster than I can run walk it all right um, pretty certain I can do quarter mile faster than I can run walk it all right and at some point there's a cutoff and then it becomes faster to run walk it than to try to run straight well I've always said yeah the mile is under that threshold for me so I just assume run the whole thing straight through well today I didn't today I did 90 30s and for my running segments I averaged 710 pace all right some were a little faster some were a little slower but rough average 710 I'm here to tell you if I had run straight through there's no way I could have held that for a full mile all right and yet I would run for 90 seconds walk for 30 and I mean it's a motivated walk all right but a walk nonetheless and as soon as my alarm would go off back at it again for 90 seconds and then quickly back up to that you know 710 pace in fact if you look at my second half mile my first half mile was actually slower than my second half mile um, and in my last two uh, laps of my mile uh, there were spots for and it actually gets broken down on a uh, app I use um, by uh, 0.2 miles so it'll break down a mile into five segments right that's the math um, just helping you out Salve. Um and there were two of those fifths of a mile that my pace was like 657 656 it was sub 7 um, and again that was late no way I could have done that without the walk break so um, hallelujah I'm a convert to uh, to doing the walk breaks this this would not have been as quick a magic mile and if I haven't said it already total thing turned out to be uh, 753 so I went from eight and a half down to 753 with walk breaks I took three 30 second walk breaks in that 753 so yeah I mean so 753 and a minute and a half of that was walking think about that a second 753 for the mile and a minute and a half of it was walking so pretty incredible so yes I am a convert to this idea why did I decide to choose this well for two reasons one 
as I mentioned, this is going to be the, the ratio I use. So I'm like, let's just pick something that I would actually be using for the race. And then it's more of an apples to apples comparison. I will not run this hard during a race, definitely not a half marathon or a full. Um, but it's a consideration, say for like a 10K. If I could keep a sub eight pace for a 10K, that'd be pretty incredible. Heck, if I could keep up this pace for a 5K, this would be pretty incredible. Um, so it's definitely got me thinking. Um, again, can't overstate the value of being able to run someplace that's actually flat. So definitely was quicker because there are no hills. Um, but no, um, pretty, pretty amazing, pretty amazing. So, uh, yeah, so I would suggest if you have not tried this before, all right, and you don't have a strategy that you're absolutely married to, I would say whatever your race ratio is that you use, use that for the magic mile. See how you do. Um, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. I definitely was today. So, there you go. So I hope you heard that. Um, I've been noticing the last few episodes have not had the listenership that earlier episodes have had, so who knows why that is. I'm not going to belabor that, but this is kind of kind of good news here, so I'm kind of hoping that enough people get to hear it. So, anyway. But, other reason I'm out for a walk, though, is because I missed a workout this week. So, we had a surprise at work and have a project that was going live this Thursday. And prior to this week, it was my understanding, anyway, that I was not going to need to be mobilized for this project, since it was not a project I had to work on. But, apparently, the people that make the decisions had a different thought over the weekend, which was a long holiday weekend here. And on Tuesday morning, I got the notification that, yes, indeed, I was going to need to be at work for 11 hours on Thursday and Friday. Well, it's impossible to get in a workout um, if uh, I got to do just shy of a 12-hour day. Um, I, I can't get up early enough. I mean, to do a 12-hour day... 
I'm already getting up at 4 a.m. So just to do the few things I'd have to do to get the house squared away before I walk out the door and don't come back for many, many hours. So there's no way to do it. I was hoping maybe I could sneak it in on Friday and then, of course, I told you yesterday, Friday was 96 degrees and it was like, that ain't going to happen. So it got bagged. And it happens, but I'm trying to get in a little extra effort this week. And walking is always a safe option when it's too hot to do the the workout or, uh, you know, life just gets in the way and you can't do the workout. So I'll finish out the week saying that I did do a workout in its place. It just won't be on the same day so and then I've got something on the table for tomorrow I don't know what it is likely a drill run tends to be the most popular workout that coach Chris gives me did have a uh, a hill workout uh, last Tuesday And hill workouts always make me chuckle. Here's the thing about a hill workout. So for most of you who don't live someplace as hilly as I do, all right, this is a good workout. It's a chance to practice your cadence and your approach both up and down a hill because there is a, there's definitely a knack to running hills, both up and down. So it's a worthwhile workout. Problem here though, as we turn around into a easterly breeze, which is why we're cooler today. We're having what's referred to as a backdoor cold front. So this is actually coming from the east and it is locking up all that much hotter weather we had yesterday to our south. So saying we might get some rain later and gosh darn it we, we can absolutely use it um, we are about five inches um, behind where we should be uh, for this time of year so we're we're a bit on the dry side we could definitely use a couple of days of a nice soaking rain to kind of get us back to where we need to be but anyway so Oh, I didn't sidetrack myself too much. Um, anyway, so... Uh, well, let's think for a second. Ah, yes. The hill workout. So, hill workouts always make me chuckle here, though, because everything I do is on hills. Um, it's impossible to not do a hill workout here. In fact... Technically speaking, my race rehearsals are supposed to be someplace flat. Now, unless I go to a track, which, you know, for longer runs, that's boring. Um, Running around in circles. Um, It's one of the reasons why I did not do distance. When I was in high school, I did sprints because there's only so many times around a track I can do before I'm I'm really starting to get a bit bored. So, uh, 
not exactly sure what changed, but it didn't change that much because pretty much except for uh, repeats and magic miles, I stay far away from the track. I'd much rather be on a road or a trail, you know, doing some sort of a uh, a one loop or a point to point if that if that works out. Much uh, much better on my ADD running brain. So uh, anyway, but the workout here is you're supposed to go and find a gentle hill. This jeep goes by at definitely faster than 30 miles an hour. Um, and uh, do your workout there. Well, again, <laughs> the hill you've heard me walking up is about a 10% grade. Not a whole lot of gentle in our hills around here. So, again, it's all relative. Find one that's less of a ball buster, I suppose, right? Sorry if the kids are listening. Um, probably should have warned you, but I didn't, so there it is. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, I have, uh, I have a hill that's basically, it's the other side of the big hill in front of my house. Um, it slopes gradually once you get to the summit, uh, for a little bit, so instead of being, uh, you know, a 10% grade, it's now a 5% grade, so... That's about as gentle a hill as we have around here. So that's the one I use. And uh, I step off 150 walking steps. And uh, from the top of the hill, and that's where I start at the, uh, at the base of the hill. So that's the one I've used for a while. I, I was running up the big hill in front of my house, and that was just... Yeah, I, I see why they don't have people do that. That was crazy talk. But, um, yeah, um, so, you know, every day I do a workout, it's on hills uh, that are steeper <laughs> and more challenging than the hills I do, the hill I use for my hill workout training. I just find that ironic and funny. So, there it is. SUV day here on uh, Breakfast Meat Boulevard. All right. So, so yeah, so that one was four hills. Um, and then it was supposed to be a race rehearsal on Thursday, but again, I mentioned what happened on Thursday and then Friday. So, I figure we'll get in a nice two mile walk. Um, it won't be as far or as hard as the race rehearsal, but, uh, at least it's something, right? At least it's something. So, what have we got for time? 26 minutes. Lovely. This is about where I want to end it. So, won't be as long as uh, as some shows. Um, some of these have been going around uh, the 45 to 50 minute range. But as I mentioned, I kind of want to try and keep these somewhere closer to 30 minutes. So that... Uh, you actually have time to listen, although I'm starting to wonder, uh, based on the listenership, if uh, if my niche, niche, however you want to say it, was uh, was the hour and a half to two hour show. 
So we'll see. We'll see what this does. We'll see what a couple more shows do. I've mentioned this before. You, the tough thing with uh, trying to gauge an audience in podcasting is you have to be patient. And you have to let a number of shows air and look at, well, basically, we would say in the scientific world, a larger N number. Trying to make guesses, educated though they might be, on a small number uh, for your sample size uh, is going to lead you to making some some bad decisions. So the bigger your sample size, the more likely you're going to make an accurate prediction as to what really is going on. So we'll see. More to come, but not for today. So we're going to end it here today. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, tell a friend. Be nice to see uh, more clicks on this uh, this here show. Of course, if you haven't done it already, go into your podcasting platform and give this a nice big old five rating or whatever the high rating is on your platform. Of course, that puts us out in front of more people in the algorithm. And one of the podcasters I listen to always says, this was good for you. There's a chance it'll be good for somebody else. So do what you can to get this show out in front of other people if if you're enjoying this. So there you go. And if you're not enjoying it, well, you know, heck, I'm happy you come back even though you don't like what's going on here. So, you know, it's a win-win, I suppose, you know. Always look at the positive. So, anyway, I'm sure I could continue to talk your ear off, but for right now we'll call it quits because, you know, i got to run.